0: Losing Weight to Gain Control Today's episode, How to Handle a Setback Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. I'm Gwen Alexander, your host. I've also taken on the title of Coach Gwen. As I've been helping others on their weight loss journey, they have started calling me Coach Gwen. If this is your first time listening or you're returning, thank you for allowing me to share with you what I have learned on my journey to weight maintenance. I've lost 70 pounds and several inches from my waist area, I've been in maintenance for a year, which maintenance was my goal. In the late 1990s, I had lost over 100 pounds, 115 to be exact. But the way I did it was really extreme. I started limiting my calorie intake to 1,000 calories or less. Please don't do that unless you are under a doctor's supervision and they have told you you need to follow a program like that. When I lost all of the weight at that time, I never thought about life after I lost it. I never thought about how my life would change once I got to maintenance. Back then in the 1990s, it was all about lose the weight, lose the weight. But today there is a mind shift to losing weight and your goal is to ultimately keep it off. I don't call myself a weight loss coach. I call myself a weight maintenance coach and the reason for that is the plan I help you figure out for your life is to help you to reach the ultimate goal which is living a healthier lifestyle and being in maintenance. I call it the maintenance mindset. You work on losing the invisible weight while working on losing the physical weight and part of the weight loss process involves How to handle setbacks that happen in your life. It would be great if you could lock yourself away and just concentrate on eating the right healthy foods. It would be great if you could just go away for a few months and exercise, have fun, work on every emotional issue that holds you back. But now let's get back to real life. I can speak from experience, that way doesn't usually work. I'm not saying there aren't people who are able to isolate themselves from the world and just focus on weight loss. But what happens when you go back to your life? What happens when the bills are due? You have to go to work. You have to raise the kids. You have to take care of your parents. You have relationships you have to take care of. You have to live. What happens when you are constantly feeling stressed and want to eat and sleep to deal with the stress? How do you handle setbacks that come up in losing weight? In one of the past episodes, I said losing weight was like a bowl of spaghetti. It can be all over the place. Up, down, up, down, or flat, you might hit a plateau. In the past two episodes, I gave eight steps that you should take to lo- to help you with losing weight and to keep it off. And the reason I said steps is there are times when you may have to review them along the way. You may have to review step two, and then you may have to review step six, even though you got through those already. The way I came up with today's topic is because of something I had happen recently. I usually try to schedule some downtime. Time to sit where it's quiet, no TV, no music, no social media, no nothing. During that time, I try to look at, is there anything bothering me? Is there anything I need to take care of? What do I need to do so I can be successful at this? Am I planning my food okay? Do I need to adjust it? Do I need to adjust my exercise time or my sleep time? Well, for the past two months, I hadn't been pre-planning my meals too clo- too well. I still logged everything, but it was after I had eaten for the day. Of course, I will look back at the day and go, whoa, I usually have a pretty good idea what foods I can combine together for a certain number of calories. But when I finally sat down two weeks ago and looked at my food journal from the last two months, I understood why the scale had gone up five pounds. You may say five pounds is nothing. Well, three weeks before that, it was three pounds up and that caught my attention But the five really caught my attention. That was a you need to stop and focus on the food area of your steps right now. I'm one of those people that try to learn from past mistakes. In the past, I would have stopped weighing myself when I noticed the scale was going up. I still weigh myself every week on the same day and time, which is once a week. I write it on a spreadsheet that I have. I've been doing this since pretty much December 7th of 2011 and a five pound increase for me I've learned can easily turn into a 30 pound increase. In the past I would have given up and said see I knew I couldn't do this. I have a feeling you may have done this also. Have you ever told yourself even after having success I just give up it's too hard. Five pounds is a small setback, but I learned from my past setbacks, it could be something huge. So here are five tips I've learned and used to get back on track after a setback. Tip number one, stop. S-T-O-P. I don't mean stop listening right now, uh, but I want you to finish listening to the podcast. I want you to take the time to stop and be still. If you have small children or other people that make noise in your home, try your best at night or early in the morning to get along and just be quiet and still. It's tough to be alone with yourself sometimes because what happens when you stop and get quiet? Then all those fears you have come up. All the regrets or the things you know you should do stare at you in the face. You don't want to feel those negative feelings, but you have to. When I took this time to really stop and get myself together, I admit I cried a lot. That's because for two months, I had been pushing aside some issues I just didn't want to deal with. Even though I was still eating somewhat healthy, I was increasing my calories and fat grams way too much for my body. What was making the scale creep up was the invisible weight of the things I hadn't dealt with. I actually felt better when I just got it out. I knew better, or I told myself I didn't have time to feel anything. Yes, sometimes we do have to go into survival mode um, with our feelings because they're tough to deal with. But there comes a point when you have to face them or you may start eating your emotions to stuff them down. Then starts the cycle of I'm bad. Why can't I do this? I give up. Step number one so tip number one is of handling a setback is stop and get still. Tip number two do something nice for yourself. Even if you gained ten pounds or whatever it was that you, you, you think is so bad, do something nice for yourself. Go out buy a new pair of shoes, buy a new outfit. Don't go buy an ice cream cone. Jesus said in the Bible to love your neighbor as yourself. If you don't love yourself, how can you truly love others? It's not selfish to take time for yourself. I admit I struggle with wanting to help everyone else be happy and encouraged, but sometimes I forget to do that for me daily. Yes, I said daily. I think it's Zig Ziglar, who is a speaker, said, you know, um, taking a, taking, I take a bath every day and motivation is something we kind of need the same. I think I didn't say that correctly, but the point was we need to daily have, have that time to encourage ourselves. I had stopped doing that for myself during these last two months. Now I've started again. I started listening to music I like at night before I go to bed. I listen to Sherlock Holmes books on audio because I love that stuff. I know it's geeky. It's what I like. I went to the bookstore and just looked around. I went shopping to buy new clothes. I hadn't done that in a while. Because I'm not a shopper for clothes. I don't do it very often. So it's a real treat for me when I do that. I don't know what it is you love to do. But whatever it is, do it. Even if it's just sitting on the bench in the park on a nice day and enjoying your surroundings. One day, I sat on my porch I had my headphones on and listened to some relaxing piano music while watching the cars go by. But I made myself do this. After I did this for a week, I noticed I started smiling more again. I started wanting to reach out to others. You have to take time for yourself in order to bounce back from a setback. So that's tip number two. Tip number three. Start getting back on track with your food. Now, I was still exercising during those those last two months. Actually, that's what was pretty consistent during that time. I don't exercise to just keep the weight off, but it's an awesome stress reliever, and I actually enjoy it. I really do believe weight loss is 80% to 90% of the food we eat. Or I can say that that's my case. After I started looking at why I wasn't pre-planning my meals like I was before, I could only figure out that the reason why I did that was as I didn't want to deal with it. It was much easier to not think about pre-planning and just hope everything would be okay. It's that magic thinking thing. So I started small again. I usually cook enough food for a week, and I have all my snacks and sides and everything already in containers. I had become a little bit lax in that. And I said, okay, Gwen, let's pre-plan at least two days worth of meals and snacks. Just two days, not seven. And then in two days, we'll do another two days. I started breaking it down into smaller, manageable time frames. I had to back off my usual seven-day pre-plan, you know, my overachiever thing, uh, pre-planning a food and taking it in smaller chunks. That's why I always say, I don't care what plan you use to lose the weight, but it has to be something you can adjust for different times in your life. Because real life happens. And if your food plan and exercise plan are so strict that you can't stray from them at all, you may have to give up on doing them for a time, and then you might have a setback with uh, gaining some of the weight. So tip. Number three is start getting back on track with your food. Tip number four, stop beating yourself up if you have gained some or all of the weight back. Recently, there's been in the news and I've seen on some of my Facebook feeds, articles about people who were on The Biggest Loser that have gained their weight back. And one of them was, I still follow her, her name's Allie Vincent. And she recently did, I think, an interview saying she gained it back and how she felt. I know how she felt. I've been through it. And then these people that were on that show went through it in, in the public's eye. So I think that would make you feel even worse. I remember when I had gained all of the 115 pounds back I had lost before, I felt like a failure. I even felt more like a failure failure because I kept trying to lose it and it wasn't going off. So I kept failing. I kept telling myself how stupid I was, and I should have known better. This time, I did start doing that. I'm human. You are human. We do that. But the difference in getting past this is the way you answer the negative self-talk. I'll tell you something else about me I think I mentioned in a past episode. I have given my negative voice a name, and I named it Wretched. So when Wretched started saying, look at that, you should have caught this before now. Now look at how hard you have to work to get this weight off. My response was, this is just part of the process. I knew there would be times when the scale would go up. It happened before. I told the negative voice, I just have to make some adjustments. I didn't start self-beating myself up. Think of it this way. If your best friend came to you and said, I had a weight gain this week or month, what would you tell them? Now, any good friend would start by showing all the good things they had been doing. Oh, look at you still exercise. Oh, look at you still tracked everything. They wouldn't say, I wouldn't hope they would say if they're a good friend, you're stupid for letting this happen. If you wouldn't put down a friend for a setback, why do you beat yourself up? So tip number four, Stop beating yourself up. And here's tip number five, the last one. Look for the positive in this setback. Nobody likes to have a weight gain at any time. But what's the positive you can take away from this? When I saw the number on the scale for a split second, I did get angry at myself. Then I stepped off the scale and I stopped. I wrote down what the scale said I logged my measurements and recorded my total exercise time for that week. I have been doing this for four years. I kept that routine. And the positive I saw was I still continued the right habits and tracking everything so I could go back and look at when things started going kind of crazy. Another positive is I was able to use this situation to help you. As I mentioned earlier, There were other times I had setbacks during my journey. Life happens. One second you're up, the next second you're crying. I noticed I did the same thing during those setbacks. It was during those times I stopped beating myself up. If I hadn't gone through that, I wouldn't be able to help you right now. That's tip number five. Look for the positive in the setback that you have right now. You never know. You may be going through this to help someone else one day. You could even use these tips to handle setbacks that come up in your life, not just during the weight loss process. Because losing weight and keeping it off isn't just about concentrating on one area of your life. You're a multi-dimensional person. You have other things that are awesome about you. If you have any questions for Coach Gwen, I'd like to hear them, or any comments. You can email me at Gwen at TheGwenAlexander.com and my name is spelled G-W-E-N at The, which is T-H-E, GwenAlexander.com or you can go to my website, TheGwenAlexander.com and you go to the contact portion of the website and you can submit your questions or any comments that way. And while you're there, you can sign up to receive any regular updates of blog posts new episodes of the podcast, or even recipes that I send out. Until next time, Coach Gwen says, use your setback as a set up to accomplish your goals. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.